Right now, the Orioles up 6 to nothing on the Tampa Bay Rays. Tyler Glass now getting absolutely shelled. Good call. Good call. Cubs go up one nothing. Tucker Barnard, a solo shot. Hell yeah, Cubs. And uh, we're talking NBA draft, what really matters. All right, so right now, we're going to look at first overall pick. We're going to look at the top ten. Uh, the big the draft really begins for me at pick two for everybody. Let's be honest. So right now, Scoot Henderson, minus 155 to go second overall. Brandon Miller, plus 115. No chance it's anybody but one of those two, right? Yeah, no. Obviously. Like, any other draft, you know, it could be Scoot going number one overall. It could be Brandon Miller. But Webb and Yama is obviously going to go number one. So all three of these guys are going to be the lottery picks. Where would the smart money for you be right now? Because I grabbed Brandon Miller at plus 165. I felt really good. Then I listened to everybody hype up Scoot Henderson. I said there's no chance that Charlotte's going to pass on him. And now I feel like I probably should have just stuck with Brandon Miller. He's plus 115, Scoot's minus 155. I'm just kind of out on this market. What would you do right now if you didn't play anything at all? If I hadn't played anything for the number two overall pick? Yeah. I think I would probably take Brandon Miller at plus 115. Mm. That number's already moved. When I, I just played a Jonathan Gavoni uh, interview with, uh, I, I think, a different show, and it was like plus 175 for Brandon Miller to go to. And now in 10 minutes, it's now plus 115 for Brandon Miller to go to. So the lines are moving all over the place. You know what this this feels like? This feels like the day before the draft last year but with the number one overall pick when it was Paolo and it was Jabari. Right. The lines are moving all over. These people say that they have intel and the intel hasn't changed. It's a team that has never really been a team that you can understand their decision-making at all. Very clearly wanting to keep things under their hat. That last year was Orlando with the number one pick, which all year pretty much like after March Madness and in pre-draft workouts and combine, Everybody said it was Jabari, Jabari, Jabari. Mm-hmm. Credit to me for saying Paolo Bencaro was the best player in that draft. Uh, it wasn't close in my opinion, but hey, that moved, and Woj was saying it was Jabari. Everyone was saying it was Jabari. Everybody's been saying it was Brandon Miller number two pretty much since the lottery was announced. Yeah. This feels suspect to me. Yeah. It feels like one giant smoke screen, and I don't know which smoke is screening in which direction. Yeah, see, if I'm betting this like 10 years ago, I'm going to take Brandon Miller to go two because that's what the Hornets need. They need a wing who could defend, who could also knock down threes. You already have your point guard in LaMelo Ball, but you could play, I mean, you could probably play Scoot off the ball. You're not going to play LaMelo off the ball. He needs the ball in his hands. Yeah. So I just don't know how that fits. So that's why, like, is it, I, You would if, be if saying to yourself. But Michael Jordan making the pick. I mean, even though, you know. Mitch this Kupchak, is, too. It, you would be saying to yourself, ooh, Stroman almost get, got hit. Um, you would be saying to yourself, well, this means that the Charlotte Hornets don't think LaMelo Ball is staying, that they think they're going to lose him in free agency when he's a free agent in the year. And that's why they would draft Scoot. And that's why they would draft Scoot. But instead, you should but try instead, to probably put something together. You keep him, and Brandon yeah. Miller sitting there. He's plus 115. So you think Brandon Miller. All right, so obviously then Brandon Miller. Is there any chance anybody other than Brandon Miller then – or I'm sorry, anybody other than Scoot – We'll no. go third overall. He's no plus chance. 120. Nope. Okay. And he goes to Portland with Dame? Uh, Yeah, I think so. And Dame's cool with that? For how now. Does, for how, now. How does that work? See. For now. Like, I know you don't want Brandon Miller, but I feel like he's a better fit for what you guys need, for what the Blazers need. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Miller, does he contribute right away? I don't know. All right. Let's talk about then the fourth overall pick. You got Amen. Is it Amen or Amen, by the way? I think it's Amen. We're going to go with Amen around here. Minus 190 to be the fourth overall pick. Cam Whitmore, plus 250. Um, 
I like. I think it's almond. I do. I think that's the best. So just fit lay the minus one ninety. Yeah, I think it's almond. I think that it's not close. I feel that the Houston Rockets need him. It's the best fit for him. It's the best fit for them. They have a bunch of guys that can score. They have Jalen Green. They've got Jabari. They've got Shangoon. They've got a bunch of guys. They got KJ Martin. So you need someone who can share the sugar a little bit. You need a playmaker, and that's Amon Thompson, and it's a perfect fit. Yeah, I just don't know like what they're going to be the Rockets. I mean, obviously, you know, you have Yudoka coming in, you have Kevin Porter Jr., you have Jalen Green, you have Jabari Smith. I don't know if I like any of those guys. I mean, Jabari's so young. I, I don't know. All right, here's where it gets interesting for me. Pick five is not going to be Cam Whitmore. You're telling me. So now I'm wondering. I'm just not sure. Do I just stand pat, though, or do I try to just hedge a little bit? I got a plus 400. Now he's plus 175 only, and Jairus Walker is plus 175. So the hedge would be Walker, but like I said during the break, my concern would be neither of them go fifth overall. Maybe Detroit even moves the pick. Somebody like Thompson goes or maybe Taylor Hendricks goes, and then I just lost $300 on the fifth overall pick in the NBA draft, and I don't know if I want to do that. so That's the big issue. Is there any chance it's anybody other than Walker if it's not Cam Whitmore? Let's say just Detroit stands pat. They don't move the fifth overall. No, then I think that's Walker. Because you're talking about a guy, so if they're trying to bring Jeremy Grant back, Walker is just essentially a cheaper Jeremy Grant. He's a younger, cheaper Jeremy Grant. Continues to keep the timetable what it is, which is all these young kids. And, you know, I think Monty Williams is involved in it. Yeah, I think, Jared, if you have already Cam Whitmore, it will be either Jarris Walker or Cam Whitmore, in my opinion. Might as well just play a little plus 175, yeah. at least get just, my money back. Yeah, then. hedge off a little bit. Uh, and then we move over to the six overall pick, which right now belongs to the Magic. They need shooting. Anthony Black's plus 450. Uh, Amon Thompson's plus 400. So you got the Thompson's plus 200, plus 400. Anthony Black plus 450. Cam Whitmore plus 500. Let's say Cam falls, to, falls past Detroit. Any chance he goes there at six? Because that's plus 500. Or Jairus Walker, plus 550. What would you do if you had to take a shot with the six overall pick? Yeah, I think it would be either Osser, which I don't love because I just don't think it's a great fit for Orlando. Or I would go, you know what would be a very interesting one? I think we're looking at the same thing. It's a reach, but it would be very interesting. And it's 30 to 1. Yeah, it's Grady, Grady Dick. Dick. I was going to say the same thing because yeah. they need shooting. you got a 40% three-point shooter. What a perfect fit. And what a great price. But do you think that's, I mean, I think it's reach. too early. But, man, 30 to 1. 30 to 1 is a nice price. I think you and I should jump on that. Yeah, I like that. And we can grab them at 11, too. I mean, when that comes out. Yeah, you know what? Really small. Yeah, really, really small. Maybe we'll get a free bet out of it. Yeah. Uh, the Pacers have pick 7 as of right now. I've seen mocks where they take Jairus Walker here. Same. I'm hoping that that's the case. Or um, Taylor Hendricks. So would you go Hendricks if you had to make a bet on it right now? I would probably take... He's still plus I, 200. I would probably still take Jairus Walker if I hadn't made a bet on Cam Whitmore, right? I don't want yeah. a bunch of Jairus Walker futures out there. <laughs> right, like, exactly. That's just not my thing. Uh, but yeah, I think for Indiana, I don't think they trade the pick. I think it's either Taylor Hendricks or Jairus Walker. So eighth overall, we've seen a bunch of mocks where Anthony Black goes to the Wizards. Obviously, they need a guard. They just moved on from Bradley Beal. We'll see what ends up happening. Is Kyle Kuzma is going to become a free agent? Um, Anthony Black to go eighth overall is plus 140. That kind of seems like a sure thing, right? Kind of does, yeah. Kind of does. Unless my guy Kobe Bufkin maybe falls, or I should say goes eight. Man, or, I would kill for that. He's plus 800. Or Osser. We haven't had an Osser get picked up yet in our little mock. So Osser is nine to one. Maybe a little sprinkle on uh, Anthony Black and then a, a smaller uh, amount on Osser. 
I'm going to bet that the Wizards make the wrong decision. I wish we could just bet that. Ninth overall, Taylor Hendricks is plus 400. Anthony Black's plus 400. So everybody's kind of the same price here. When do you start? When, when Also, when do we start seeing some, some trades? Because, like, what's Utah looking to do right now? They got the ninth pick. Maybe looking to trade back. That's what I'm thinking, too. I think maybe trade with OKC and grab the 12th pick. And maybe OKC wants Kobe Bufkin. Um... Because I don't think the Mavs would, I don't think the Mavs would grab Buffkin, but maybe the Magic would at eleven. If they yeah. if they wanted a guard, yeah, I would so, like that fit for them too. I like that fit in OKC a lot. Plus, then he goes before uh, pick fifteen, so I at least cash one bet, which would be helpful for tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, or exa- Thursday night. Exactly. I think that's an option. I've also seen Bilal Koulibaly go ninth, plus five hundred. Yeah, thanks for saying his name, by the way. Yeah, instead of us just pretend, just like I always just pass him up. So Bilal Koulibaly, for people who don't know, <laughs> yeah, give, us a scout, was, give us a scouting report. Will yeah, you? he's he's actually got some incredible uh, wingspan and hands. If you look at him, he's a sleeper, dude. Like he's played with uh with Victor Wambayama in the Metropolitan '92. He was his teammate in the LNB French Pro League. He's a shooting guard. He's only 18. He's 6'6", which is great for, like, a shooting guard, but he has a 7'3 wingspan. 7'3 wingspan. Do you know the other only person that height that would have that kind of a wingspan in the NBA? Uh, Manu Bull. That's Kawhi Leonard. Oh. Kawhi Leonard, he averaged uh, .89 points per offensive chance this past year. That was number one for potential first-rounders, including Victor Wambiyama. In the entire under-21 French League, he was number one in defensive statistical impact. So he's a two-guard who can play defense, who can score, who's very long, very rangy. And Sam Vicenni, who I think is going to come on our show tomorrow, ha- says that teams are fascinated by him. OKC likes him. Uh, Utah likes him. I think he's a player who's going to come out kind of like Ujman Jang did last year with OKC yeah. and wow us by the fact that some team has quote-unquote reached for him but real hoop heads or in the NBA circles have been sort of keeping an eye on him uh, for a while now. I think Sam Presti uh, could maybe trade up for Bilal Koulibaly or maybe they take him at nine. Yeah, I could see that at nine. What about at 10, Derek Lively? So minus 120 for him to go top 10. I feel like if he does go top 10, which the, what that market's telling you at minus 120, then he goes at 10 to the Mavericks, even though he only averaged five rebounds, five points. He did average almost three blocks in 20 minutes in the one year that he played at Duke, and he's plus 300 to go 10. You know Dallas needs a rim protector. Yeah, they do. They need somebody to rebound the basketball. They get absolutely destroyed on the glass. And they don't really the have a big... Too. What do you think about plus three hundred? I, I think I'm adding this. I think we have to do it. Derek Lively plus three hundred is official. Is an official ad with uh, Kobe Bufkin, and that's probably we have to also really take. Like. We're taking uh, at six. We're taking Grady Dick, right? Yeah, we got to take that. We got to take one. that at thirty to one. Yeah, I mean the Magic needs shooting, and as have to. I'm investing in their future here for the next three to five years, the Orlando Magic, and that's what they need. So I'm with you so there. For now, I really I've like got, this Derek Lively me bet too. now, plus 300. So for now, we've got Jairus Walker. Is what I have. Jairus Walker, seventh overall. Grady Dick, sixth overall at 30 to 1. Bilal Koulibaly, ninth overall at 5 to 1. And Derek Lively to go 10th at 3 to 1. Kobe Bufkin, under 14 and a half. I I'm still fine, like under that. 12 and a half. I'm fine with that, too. And uh, Cam Whitmore, that's the uh, wild card for me. If Ooh. he goes fifth overall, champagne on me all night long. You're such a liar. It'll you be a big Saturday at the Dave Matthews you concert. You never give me anything. Joints for everybody. Not not like that, though. Not like that. That's the new gum that I've been chewing. It's called joints? Joints by what Wrigley. What like? By Wrigley. Uh, grass. <laughs>